Welcome to Hustle and Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 101, part two. How do you deal with the thorns in your life? If you haven't listened to part one, please, I encourage you to go back and do so because that sets the premise for this episode. This is a continuation of the prior episode. This is part two. So again, I encourage you to go back and listen to part one because we're going to dig a little bit further about how we can imagine how Apostle Paul felt when he asked God three times to take away something that he referred to as a thorn in the flesh. Again, one of the major reasons why I started this podcast is because I wanted to share my experiences so that I can help those who are going through or will go through same or similar problems that I've experienced. And Apostle Paul's issue that he had with the thorn in the flesh is one of the major premises that helped me out and why I decided to start this podcast. So again, if you haven't listened to part one, please go back and do so. All right. So being on the outside looking in, we can only speculate why God allowed Apostle Paul to keep his thorn in the flesh instead of removing the problem. After studying this issue and looking at my own thorns, I do understand why God sometimes allows us to work through our problems, also known as life's thorns, instead of removing them. So I'm going to go through a list of thorns that I have encountered throughout my life and probably may continue to to do so in the future. But again, at least I know how to handle these thorns. So thorn number one, take the thorn of finance. I can only imagine that we're all suffering through this one. Through my financial thorns, I learned that when my finances were in shambles, it was because I had put God on the back burner. I taught myself that my job was my source. With this misconception, I worked several jobs and still wasn't able to make ends meet. Once I flipped the script and started putting Christ first, I noticed God started clearing my schedule and giving me the time and energy to do things that I truly enjoyed. Now, financial thorns are not biased. They affect everyone at some point in time in life. And I learned when this thorn hits a Christian's life, it's usually God trying to get our attention, especially when we get full of ourselves and or start to see our jobs or money as our source and not just a resource. When this happens, God being the parent that he is must help us put things in their proper perspective. Now, he can do so subtly, but if most of us are like me, He may have to take everything away before he can get your attention. Now, it's up to that individual how long it takes for God to teach us life's lessons regarding what a source is and a resource. Now, due to my ignorance and stubbornness and not listening to God, it took me a little longer than most. God had to reboot my entire thinking. In doing so, he showed me that he is our source for everything in life. Through much pain and suffering, I finally learned that seeking God first is all a Christian needs to do in order to receive the material things in life. And that's Matthew 6.33. Now, if we lost a job through no fault of our own, this is a sign that God is moving us on to bigger and better things. Moving us from one job to another is God's way of showing us that he has many resources and or jobs for us. Our present job is just one of many resources that God will use in order to provide for us. To ensure that everything works together for our good, all we have to do is remain in faith. In doing so, God will direct us to our next endeavor, aka job. 
(laughs) I can testify to this fact because I'm speaking from experience. I've definitely lost my fair share of jobs and each time everything got better and better. All I have to say is when a Christian loses their job, whether you were fired or laid off, we only need to keep our focus on God and not the dead-end job that we just lost. In doing so, God will cause all things to work together for our good. And that's Romans 8, 28. Thanks to my mom, who always kept me on track to stay in faith, it wasn't long before I found a better job with more opportunities and more money. One of Satan's tricks is to instill false guilt inside of Christians. Satan will have one of his people fire us so that we can give up and quit relying on God. Being fired does not always mean that it was our fault. In every situation that we encounter, we must learn to put things in their proper perspective. Losing a job should not dominate a Christian's thought life with negative scenarios. If we did make an error in judgment, we need only to repent so that we can get back in a good relationship with Christ. With this being said, there's still no reason to worry about losing a job. We only need to focus on God. He is our source, and that job was just one of many jobs that he has in store for us. Although I do understand how it feels to be fired when it wasn't your fault, we need to keep in mind that God will make sure that our ends are met. With this being said, I have witnessed many different ways how God has provided for me. True story. Several years ago, I was unemployed and I really needed a computer and I couldn't afford one. So I entered a contest and not only did I win a computer, But I want a Google TV computer monitor that doubled as a TV, which I still use to this day. I'm very, very careful about not to shrug off events like this as a coincidence. That was all God. He proved to me that he is my only source. However, he can bring my resources, aka income, through a lot of different means. Viewing life from a proper perspective will keep us from obsessing over things such as a job. In the past, I used to be so focused on trying to keep jobs that I would get angry at God when I lost them. I couldn't understand why God would want to take me away from a job that was paying me good money. Like, it just didn't make sense. The reason I was thinking this way is because I was viewing those jobs as the life source. I'd replace God, who is my source, with my jobs. I got things backwards, and long story made short, I allowed my jobs to be my source. So being the good father that he is, he had to teach me a lesson regarding what is my source and what's a resource. So God showed me that he is my source in life, not some job. Taking away my jobs helped God to reboot my thinking. In doing so, he confirmed to me that jobs are just one of many resources that he can use to provide for me. Taking away my jobs gave God an opportunity to show me talents that I didn't know I possessed. God showed me all kinds of talents that produced income. I found talents that I didn't think would be possible to make ends meet, and they did. The key is to be like Christ when he only had a little food to feed the thousands and thousands of people. Did Christ freak out? No, he gave thanks and kept his focus on God, and everyone had enough food to eat. So the principle is the same for us, guys. In doing so, God is going to see that we get enough income to make ends meet. In between my corporate jobs, God showed me all sorts of God-given talents that he used to provide for my needs. I've been teaching English for, I think, about like seven years now, I think. 
And I've been doing voiceover work for like two or three years. I've been teaching Zumba for almost two years, and I'm about to get my group fitness certification this spring so I can start uh, teaching boxing and kickboxing to my list. And I actually have already started uh, teaching a couple classes on, on that already to get some experience. I provide marketing and videography consulting and services to small business owners. And I recently opened my own online fitness apparel store. All of this was done because I learned not to freak out when I lost a job. Now, whenever I lose a job, I don't worry. I keep my focus on God, also known as staying in faith. And I know that God is moving me on to bigger and better things. Thorn number two, dealing with my health. Ever since I was a kid, I've always had issues with my digestive system. Due to all the preservatives and other garbage that the manufacturers are putting into our foods, I'm sure that there are many of us with digestive issues. My health thorn is one of the main reasons why I'm so passionate about health and fitness. So I remember the times where I wasn't feeling well. And to make a long story short, there was a period of time where I literally couldn't eat without my stomach violently hurting me. The only thing that I could eat was soup. And I didn't know what was going on. I prayed and prayed and was losing a lot of weight. And I'm not going to lie, that part was okay with me, <laughs> but the pain, not so much. Um, dealing with my health thorn, I went looking for answers, thinking that a doctor was the right source proved to be a complete waste of time and money. Being spiritually immature and impatient, I went to the doctor and was talked into having an unnecessary colonoscopy. They couldn't find anything but some fibroids. And thanks to my mom not settling for a doctor's diagnosis that there was nothing that could be done, God led her to contact a nutritionist. These nutritionists literally told her which probiotics and papaya extracts that I should take in order to correct my stomach issue. Now, we learned from the nutritionist that many doctors don't know or refuse to provide patients with this simple information. Due to their greed, many of the doctors in the medical field are there for money and prestige. They make more money treating the symptoms than providing cures for their patients. In case you're wondering, the vitamin supplements, the probiotics, and the papaya extracts cost my mom about $35. Guess what? In less than a week, I was back to eating without pain, and I felt like a new person overnight. It literally only took $35 to cure me. With the doctor, I ended up spending over five grand on a worthless colonoscopy that yielded no results, and nor did it direct the doctor in helping her to correctly diagnose my problem. It's situations like these which is why I don't put a ton of confidence in a title such as doctor, even if I had good insurance, you know, I, and I've always had pretty decent insurance, but even with good insurance, I just don't look at the fact that, oh, this person's a great doctor. It does nothing for me. We can miss out on cures if we solely rely on a doctor. Now, in my 20s, I learned never to settle for a doctor's diagnosis. My health thorn confirmed to me that God is in charge once again. When I was spiritually immature, God worked through my mom in order to heal me. In this world, we have to be open to thinking outside the box. If my mom hadn't thought to go to a nutritionist and an all-natural health food store, I would probably be dead or at least wishing I was dead due to the immense pain that I was experiencing. Now, although God didn't completely take away my thorn, he has given me what I need in order to rise above my problem. I'm not in pain, which was the real issue with this particular thorn in the flesh. Thorns like these whereby money or a doctor cannot help us, is a reminder that God is our only source in life. All eyes and focus should be on him 
and not the thorn that Satan places in our life. Thorn number three, being single. So the thorn regarding marriage is actually one that I created for myself by listening to the lies of society. Being wiser, I now see marriage only as an added benefit to my incredible life, not my whole life. Regardless of whether marriage is in the cards for me, my life has always been and will continue to be extraordinary. I don't view marriage as a contest with trying to keep up with society. I truly accept Apostle Paul's advice that it is good for us to stay unmarried as he, Christ, John, the Baptist, and many other people in the Bible did. The reason marriage was a thorn in my flesh is because I allowed my lies to control my way of thinking. After allowing the word of God to guide my thoughts, ideas, and suggestions, I now know that marriage is not all that. I know that we could experience happiness without marriage. Some of my uh, some of my inspirations, such as Christ, John the Baptist, Daniel, Apostle Paul, 144,000, stayed single. As you know, their lives were truly satisfying and fulfilled with the attributes of Christ, such as love, joy, peace, and happiness. None of them spent valuable time seeking a mate. They were content like Adam was before God told him to get married. Now, I know that my marriage thorn came because I viewed life from the wrong perspective. This faulty thinking destroyed my peace and happiness. Seeing marriage from the wrong perspective is why God allowed me to stay single. When I stopped focusing on keeping up with others and not being married, stopped being frustrating. I finally learned what my mom has been trying to teach me for years. Marriage does not resolve your problems. In fact, we create more problems for ourselves by getting married. Just think, Adam didn't have problems until after marriage. Being single, Adam's life, Adam's life was fulfilled and great without a spouse. So when I stopped buying into society's lie that in order to be happy, we need a mate, I've been able to live an extraordinary life, which is what Christ came to give us. The lie that happiness can only come from a physical relationship is the biggest lie since Santa Claus. It is our close-knit relationship with Christ that brings us true happiness. The happiness attribute can only be obtained through a relationship with Christ. Now, I know many people who are married and still do not possess the peace and happiness that I now enjoy through my relationship with Christ. Now, whether or not God sees fit to give me a spouse doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm happy either way. A husband would just be an add-on to my already blissful life. And so there you have it. The above thorns were some of the most prominent problems in my life. Instead of removing these thorns, God used them to teach me so many valuable lessons. God has given me the grace to not only withstand the thorns in my life, but has also allowed me the ability to live my best life despite them. God's grace is more than enough to help us overcome the thorns he allows in our lives. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the Prayer and Gratitude Journal for Men and Women of Faith that is available for sale on Amazon. If you enjoy Hustle and Faith's content, please consider becoming a supporter by donating or purchasing a Prayer and Gratitude Journal for Men and Women of Faith from Amazon to help offset the cost of producing this show. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.